Secrets from the Eternity. A fictional and horror illustrated podcast series created by N. Rig. Chapter 2 Between Lights and Eternal Shadows. Minutes before Mickey stumbled upon the terrifying scene in the alley behind La Panamericana, Sandra had begun her spy mission, cunningly evading his attention, disappearing into the crowd and then hiding on a shady balcony of the club. Although her presence was usually shocking, she possessed abilities typical of creatures of the night. She could fade into shadows when she needed it. From that strategic corner, she enjoyed a clear view of Mickey and the Italian magnates, transforming what at first glance seemed like a distraction into a perfect opportunity to spy on them. Armed with a tiny hidden camera and a recording device, Sandra didn't miss a single detail. She captured gestures, complicit smiles, and every word these men exchanged. The images revealed a cast of faces already familiar to the bunker, from corrupt businessmen to mafia bosses. However, what surprised Sandra the most was to discover Trevor Douglas Johnson in the middle of the scene, the mayor of Los Angeles City, a man who enjoyed an impeccable reputation, but who, at that moment, was revealing his clandestine alliances. The tone of the conversation clearly indicated that they were closing a deal. They were talking about shipments, shipping routes, and containers. It didn't take Sandra long to put the pieces together. They were organizing a major arms and alcohol smuggling operation. I think this agreement will benefit us all, commented one of the Italian magnates, raising his glass in a gesture of celebration. This is just the beginning. With the mayor on our side and the police in our power, there is no force that can stop our expansion. Los Angeles City will be the starting point. And from there, we will expand to cities like San Francisco and San Jose and beyond, even conquering other states. There will be no bank that is safe, no political leader who doesn't want a share of the profits. The mayor, showing a forced and slightly uncomfortable smile, cleared his throat. Just make sure my portion arrives on time, Mickey. You wouldn't want to see me dissatisfied. The sound of glasses clinking filled the atmosphere as everyone sealed the deal. The euphoria of the moment and the excess of alcohol seemed to make them forget prudence. Or perhaps they felt invulnerable in that place, on their turf. With the material she needed, Sandra began to move stealthily to leave her hiding place. However, a subtle noise caught her attention. The soft scuffing of shoes on the club floor. Turning her gaze, she saw the bartender, who with a curious expression was approaching the balcony. His steps were cautious but determined, as if he intended to investigate something unusual. His eyes, meeting Sandra's, reflected a moment of surprise and suspicion. Huh? Acting quickly and using her ability to hypnotize, Sandra met him with a piercing stare. You haven't seen anything. You'll forget I was here. She whispered in a voice that, though soft, resonated with authority. Despite being several feet away from the bartender, the words seemed to have reached him somehow. 
After a few seconds that seemed eternal, the waiter blinked in confusion, shook his head, and without giving the balcony any further thought, resumed his walk and went on with his work. With the evidence in hand, Sandra decided it was time to leave, knowing that the bunker would find the information collected invaluable. Despite this, she was aware that she had entered into a dangerous game. The stakes were higher than she had ever imagined, and every step in that shadowy world had to be calculated. As she headed towards the exit, she noticed the lingering stares of the two drunks who had been bothering her earlier. Despite having the power to confront them at that instant, she chose not to draw attention to herself and quickened her pace towards the exit. Mistakenly, they decided to follow her, thinking that both could overpower her and then have fun under the moonlight. In reality, they were never ready for that encounter. A few moments later, Leonardo Rossi Barbieri arrived in the alley, coming face to face with Mickey. Where were you, Rossi? Answer the damn radio, demanded Mickey, running his hands across his forehead in obvious frustration. Rossi, staring in bewilderment at the two bodies lying on the pavement, replied, I was in the security room, making sure the balcony cameras were working. It looks like someone disconnected them. Don't waste your time on that. I need you to recover the recordings from the cameras in the backyard and the ones at the entrance, especially since these two drunks came out. And then, dispose of their bodies. You know how and where to do it. The last thing Mickey the Raven Malone wanted was to attract the attention of the local media and newspapers, especially on such a crucial night. Go through all the recordings in detail. I must make sure no one has noticed this incident. Despite his harsh tone, deep within him, he felt a growing worry. Although he was suspicious about Sandra Piemonte, he needed to confirm that she had not been attacked too. And Rossi, inform only me when you identify the insane person who did this. Got it, boss. Rossi responded, quickly walking away from the alley, heading towards the patio where he would meet the members of his security team. By that time, Sandra had already arrived at the meeting point, an old laundry that was still under construction. The place showed obvious signs of the passage of time. The once white walls had turned yellowish and showed damp stains. Old, rusty washing machines were scattered around the place, many of them still with clothes trapped inside from years ago. The floor, covered with faded and cracked tiles, creaked with every step. Wooden planks covered any windows and exterior doors, providing a sense of confinement and secrecy. The ceiling lights flickered suddenly with the wind that crept through the cracks. That was the place where the leaders of the bunker asked her to hand over the information she had gathered in exchange for an unusual payment from the Central Hospital in Los Angeles. A list of people who had contracted a new deadly disease. In the hidden interior of the laundry, a barely discernible room lurked in the shadows. Under the dim illumination of a flickering lamp, a figure was outlined sitting behind a time-stamped desk. As Sandra drew closer, the lights in the space intensified, revealing a man in his forties with a slender body and a sharp face. His dark glasses, enigmatic and protective, shielded him from any attempt at hypnosis by vampires 
while contemporary armor, similar in texture to graphite and polyethylene, covered his vitals, a clear indication of his preparedness against supernatural threats. It was Teofilo Clemens, one of the seven leaders of the bunker, who with a determined tone said, Good evening, Agent Sandra. I was looking forward to meeting you. Finally, in person. Secrets from the Eternity A fictional and horror-illustrated podcast series created by Enrig. In the next chapter, discover the dark origin of Sandra Piemonte in the icy lands of Transylvania, the mysteries behind the bunker agency, and Mickey's growing obsession with deciphering the enigma of the woman in the red dress. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode.